Haima Black here on day three and a half, South by Southwest Music for Illinois Entertainer, Chicago Made and Dynasty Podcast. I'm here with the rapper chicks, uh, Psalm One, Fluffy, Angel Davenport. How are you guys doing today? Super wet is how we are. Wow. <laughs> we are really starting this out. Yeah, Psalms were super wet as well and very good. Yeah. <laughs> very well. And everybody's kind of preserving their voice, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Mom's preserving her voice the most, right? We're kind of like interpreting her. I like it, man. It's kind of a silent Bob thing going on. Hey, everybody. I'm preserving the voice. We're going to have these lovely interpreters interpret my Englishes for you guys. I dig it. All right. Cool. We'll make this easy. How is South by Southwest going for you guys? I think that this year was really fun because we got to come down with our band, Sexy Decoy, and it's like three girls and three boys, so it's like the perfect dynamic, and people are always giving us a hard time. They're always saying, oh, no one in your, all your band is white, which is not true. Martin would like us to, like, point out He's that. Hispanic. He's a Spaniard. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> I'm not quoting him on that, but he wants to say that he is, you know, of ethnicity. So, you know, keep in mind that you never know what people are just by looking at them. Yeah, absolutely. I get that. What do you, is this like the first time for any of you at South By? Are you guys all veterans? Kind of bring us through that. Well, I'm a first-timer. This is my, like, I've never been down to Austin at all, so Kizzy and Fluffy took the time to bring me down here and put me on stage with them. Um, I think this is Psalm's sixth time. Mine too. Yeah. And Fluffy, your fourth, right? Yes, Fluffy's fourth. But they've been rocking um, pretty much every stage. Audio Tree, um, Chicago May, last year they hosted. We got to do that again this year with Vic Mensa and Leather Corduroys. Um, and then we got to do the trade show, which was pretty amazing. Um, I haven't done any of those things, so the first time, four shows, I feel like I kind of swagged out and won with the girls. Yeah, man, and I think that the trade show and the Chicago, I mean, the whole Chicago Made Showcase, you know, being involved this year and last year, what was that like? I know, Psalm, you were very involved, but you're not speaking a whole lot, but what was it like for you guys as a group? What was the experience like? really important for us to be a part of the Chicago Made Showcase. It's almost a historical event and you know some people are even saying legendary just because there's these kind of interesting occurrences that keep happening. Uh, shout out to D-Case, you know, uh, they were very concerned about keeping capacity under control this year because there was a capacity issue that shut down the show last year. We were all really sad and then this year we had some challenges as well. But um, fortunately, we did get to finish the showcase successfully, so mm -hmm. that was fun. And, and Vic killed it at the end. I mean, oh God, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that these are really great launching boards for Chicago artists, and it's amazing that the city of Chicago is supporting the arts the way they are. Well, and all of you guys are Chicago artists. I'm asking this of everybody I'm talking to, artists, industry, everyone down here. What does it mean to be an artist in Chicago, from Chicago, at this time? Right now in Chicago, it means that you are a face in hip-hop. It means that you're changing the game to some extent. Um, there's a renaissance going on, as I like to say. Um, it is. It is a renaissance. Yeah. I agree completely. I think um, Chicago is some... Kizzy doesn't, believe, doesn't agree with me, but... Um, we haven't seen music come out of any city like 
it's been coming out of Chicago with like Chance and Martin um, and Lily Kay, Show You Suck, like everybody who's been here. Um, but we haven't seen anything like that since the Harlem Renaissance, you know. So I think that we're we are, we have a lot of um, educators, a lot of um, what is it called? Innovators. Well, innovators, yes, but it's polit like more there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things happening in Chicago there are people who are making statements there are people who are making trends there are people who are inspiring others um, Kizzy might say that this isn't a renaissance only because Chicago has been known to have a lot of artists like we've always had a very rich cultural scene and I think what's different now than other times is the level of organization that we've been able to accomplish. We've always kind of been working without an infrastructure, except for maybe back in the days when we were talking about blues and jazz because there wasn't an infrastructure to support that. But since then, we've had to kind of like forge our own way and we've looked to New York and we've looked to LA for some guidance from time to time. But I think we really found our own identity in this era. Yeah, absolutely. And I see that Psalm is is kind of so Angel's about to interpret for Psalm. <laughs> so Kizzy says that it's almost like Chicago is um, well, Chicago made is creating like the new elite for Chicago artists. Like the artists that are coming out of our city now are going to be the next tastemakers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we're really seeing that. And I think everybody's seen that. That's I've I've talked to about done about twenty odd interviews down here. And everybody is really, and they're not even just saying specifically Chicago made, but everybody's really feeling that there's this energy, there's this collaboration, and there's this unification that's happening in Chicago, and I think it's really inspiring. <laughs> it makes her palpitate. <laughs> like that. You guys are here at South by Southwest as a trio, but you guys are all individual artists as well. So let's talk about Rapper Chicks as a concept, then we're going to talk about you guys individually. How did Rapper Chicks come together? What was the idea for kind of forming an Avengers-type supergroup? Well, me and Fluffy met over the summer, um, maybe April, May, something around that time, started hanging out, um, and then we kind of came up with the idea together to start this, you know, idea of a girl group. We were talking about it. She wanted to create a girl group for a long time. I was kind of just delving into the idea, um, and so we started venturing out separately to find other girls to kind of bring along. We found a few other girls. Um, some stayed with the team, some left the team, um, but we ended up now with four very strong girls. Alicia, who is in Denver, she's our producer, Fluffy, um, myself, and then Hologram Kizzy. and then, someone. Okay, someone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of just started together over the summer, not even doing music, but just hanging out, just even doing shows on Kizzy's sets. Making smoothies, uh, playing Twister, all kinds of fun things, loving hip hop, you know, that jazz. And then, you know, we started creating music slowly and it kind of just fell into place because we were getting to know each other so well. Well, and you guys have a podcast as well, right? Mm -hmm, we definitely do. That's awesome. I, Chicago <laughs> needs more awesome podcasts, so I love that. So you guys are a group together now. What does that allow you guys to do? You know, whereas separately, I'm sure that there's strengths, but what are the what are the advantages to being in a group together with like-minded, talented individuals? Well, there's always somebody to watch your back, which is 
really important because you may have a perspective on a particular event and someone may be able to enlighten you and, and kind of influence you to go in a direction that might be more beneficial, not only for your art, but for the group. You know, we're thinking about long-term goals and long-term planning and you can't do it by yourself, at least the things that we're trying to do. Every artist needs a team and I think for women it's really challenging to find that team sometimes for a lot of reasons uh, that we don't necessarily have to go into and for what we're doing I think uh, we're forging our own model because there hasn't been um, something like what we're doing at least in a very long time if at all and it means that we have people that we can count on. It's almost like a family, and that's important because you need some stability in order to create great art. You know, you can't be complacent, but you do need like a foundation. Well, yeah, you can't always be worried and stressed and like you know, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, to add on to what Fluffy said, you always um, need someone who's going to uplift you. One thing that has been fantastic with the girls and I is um, we don't tear each other down. You know, even when there's a conflict within the group, we work really hard to be open with each other, to be honest, and to really, like, get to the meat and the grits of the situation and move forward as opposed to, like, pushing it down or being passive-aggressive or hiding it or thinking it'll just pass because that doesn't really solve anything and that just deteriorates yeah. the foundation. Best thing, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, you know, I got to see you guys perform live. I mean, I've, I've seen you guys individually perform live at various locations, but you guys just did a show with Celine Neon, another Ooh. awesome female-fronted pop group that are just doing amazing things. You guys got to uh, perform with them at Sub-T for the Celine Neon uh, release show. What was that like for you guys? Because that, that was a fun night. Man, it was eye-opening and refreshing and invigorating. Ex well, I say those things because exhilarating. Ex well. Yeah, because it's hard to find other groups who are really dedicated, and other girl groups especially mm -hmm. who are super together and super on point with everything they're doing. And those girls just had the moves, they had the outfits, they had the songs, the DJ. And the humor. Yeah, they were humorous. They were. Exciting. It was so much fun. Yeah, exactly. It was fun to watch. And when I see us on stage, it's the same thing. A lot of people are like, you guys are fun. Like, we want to be a part of whatever you're doing. And that's how they made me feel. So, it overall, I was like, yes. Well, and, and when I was watching you guys, exactly liked it. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, because I, I was familiar with everyone's work individually. But, like, seeing rapper chicks perform live uh, at that sub-T show, it was such a, like, and obviously it was enjoyable. But it was really, like energetic and inspiring and kind of electric and yeah it just made you want to be part of that world to a greater degree so you guys have this going on as a group um are you moving forward with new music as rapper chicks are you kind of working towards a mixtape and album singles or what's on deck for you guys <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um, um, a little bit well, we just finished our first EP, which we're really excited about. We made a bunch of songs when we finally started making songs, and then we slashed those in half, and then we looked at those and decided which ones we're going to make the project. 
Absolutely. We definitely have been taking feedback from the fans and the audiences on the music that we've been making because as soon as we make it in some instances, we're going out and performing it and testing it out on audiences and seeing what really works. And um, that's really exciting. But beyond that, we're all working on individual projects, including Alicia, who's always putting out projects. And we're also working on our second project. So, oh, yeah. you know. What is that? Can, yeah, can't talk about that? or. Well, you know, it's a secret right now, so we got to keep okay. it under wraps. You know? <laughs> well, Salma, I know that you can't uh, speak to any great degree, but... Uh, <laughs> But I know you just, I was talking with Prop Cause uh, a couple days ago, and you just started a project with him called Zero Fox. Uh, what can you say about that, which, you know, we'll keep limited because I know you got to preserve the voice. It came out several weeks ago. Um, we put it out to sort of test the market for what me and Prop can do. We've made so many songs together over the years, so we just decided to pick uh, five of our favorites and uh, put it on SoundCloud for free. And we got some good press from it, some good reviews, and um, it premiered on Complex. Yeah, premiered on Complex, and that's awesome. People, yeah, and pe thank you, and people have been really receptive to it. And him and I have so many songs together that it's just kind of like a, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. So I'm really excited to see what we're gonna continue off, you know, that. Um, so I'm and, and I love Prob. Like he's such a good dude. He's such an enjoyable guy to talk with and see perform. What was it about? him for you and you for him that made you guys such a good fit that you keep collaborating together? Um, I think we come from the same place. I, I recorded my first album, uh, my Rhyme Savers album, at the same place where he used to come like after school to kind of just soak up stuff from the artists at EV Productions. More about it too, just to preserve the voice. Yeah. Um, you know, there has definitely been a long history of Psalm and Prob working together and she um, has at times been a mentor to him, and at times he's also taught us all things. And I think um, it's really rare that you can find an artist that you can work with for that level of longevity. And they've been taking an extreme amount of care in this project, and that it's been developing over several years. And, and your pals. And their pals. Yeah. They're definitely pals. I wasn't a, I just kind of like met Kizzy Improv, like as far as like a collaborative, like a collaborative, them working together. And I thought when I saw Zero Fox, that it was a very crafty and clever way to be vulgar. No, <laughs> no but talk about kind of tough topics um, and have two different sides as far as the race spectrum. Because, you know, Kizzy is a black woman, Prav is a white man. And a lot, of diff a lot of things are changing in the U.S. right now. And I thought it was really cool of them to stick um, to their morals and stand by, you know, people are people and it doesn't matter and we're still going to make rock music together. So. Well, I think something that's happening is there's always going to be people that have problems with, with so many different types of other people, you know. But on the flip side, I feel like more than ever, especially like when you talk to millennials, you talk to teenagers, you talk to college students, they don't care. They don't see color. They don't see gender. Like, I mean, that sounds so cheesy to say. And of course, there's exceptions. But, you know, like when I was growing up, people were like, oh, I listen to Deftones. I can't listen to Outkast. <laughs> now it's like all anyone gives a shit about is like, is it good music? If it's good music, yeah. then that's what I want to hear. She says it was, Kizzy says that it was always in their circle, Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg versus Nirvana. Yeah. Versus Nirvana. Snoop Dogg, you couldn't listen to Nirvana. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's it's not like that anymore. Now it's just like whatever's good, people want to listen to. It doesn't really matter what genre or, or like color or, or any of those kind of things. So, um, and then Angel, you just released a new EP as well, right? What's it called? What's the name of it? Um, it's called Free Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to say it. Yeah, I was like, I wrote that. I was like, um, I'm going to phrase it as like, you have a new EP, correct? <laughs> Why don't you tell us about it? I have a new EP that I just put on regularblackgirl.com. Um, it's for a suggested donation, meaning you can donate whatever you want. I don't really care. Um, and it's on SoundCloud as well. Um, but it's Free Pussy. It's about being a strong, independent woman and not really um, bending to society standards or their stereotypes of you so I like it. yeah it makes me feel empowered and uplifted so emancipate your vaginas ladies absolutely I mean yeah Why not? <laughs> um, yeah and fluffy what have you got on deck for the year well I've been working on this project for about a year now and the girls have been very supportive so I'm hoping to put something out this summer um, if everything goes according to schedule, and I have some fun visuals as well. I keep it kind of political, you know. I like to express my opinion about a variety of different things that no one has ever asked me about. Some people like to call it an unsolicited opinion. Yeah. But <laughs> no filter. No filter. No, that's not true. I totally have a filter, and I am really thoughtful with my words. But I do want to talk about things that people aren't talking about because I think there is a deterioration of um, standards and quality because everyone wants to get along and everyone wants to make sure that everything is, you know, PC or whatever the new PC everyone term for PC is. Kind of glass, like kind of glass, not to cut you off, Puffy, but everyone's walking on glass around each other. Yeah. So. And sometimes you just have to stop tiptoeing. You have to say, like, man, I really hate that somebody got lynched this week. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because holy shit, Girl, what is that about? That's a thing, you know? Like, yeah. Isn't it been two months since he's admitted? I thought he went missing March 2nd. It took them that long to find him. So there's a lot, obviously, that, you know, you guys, that, that everybody is talking about, should be talking about, and that's coming through in the music, it sounds like. I mean, music is the best way to communicate with people if you ask me, you know. Mary Poppins is like, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine. Like, music is that spoonful of sugar. Sometimes you have a message that if you have a conversation, maybe you guys are going to get too heated to talk about. But if you put the right melody behind it, maybe it will open up that audience and make it more palatable as hologram. That's what the best music has done. You know, you wrap it in a message, whether it's, you know, Public Enemy, Rage Against the Machine, any of these, you know socially conscious activist kind of groups and they're able to put a message into their music and it does make it a lot easier for people i think to wrap their head around and to start to kind of internalize yeah what else is on deck for you guys for rapper chicks anything else we need to touch on you know while we're here at south by southwest 2015 well, we are um, super into collaborating, like um, Kizzy's in a collaboration phase, hence the Zero Fox and the Rapper Chicks Project, and we're just looking for like-minded individuals. We actually just joined the Chicago Ideas Co-op, which is full of some really amazing people, so shout out to Chicago Ideas, and we're looking... And we're looking forward to building with people in all different levels. And also, we've been developing this rap karaoke party. Absolutely. That's so cool. 
We've been doing that for like two years now and it started really small and it's just been growing. It's just so massive at this point. It's the first and third Saturdays at Jerry's and it's an opportunity for people who don't rap to come and rap and really like passionately perform their favorite songs to an audience that is open and receptive to them. It's an opportunity for rappers to come and perform their favorite songs and meet new fans. And low key, it's an opportunity to foster artists in the city because we have several artists that we've been working with through Rap Karaoke. They gave us great performances and we were like, hey, do you wanna come and do this show with us? Do you wanna come and work with us more? So we're creating our own infrastructure, slowly but surely. That's amazing and inspiring. <laughs> And it makes me want to go do rap karaoke. Now, I am a trillion, million percent so not a rapper and so, like, <laughs> not musically there. talented. But <laughs> I have always had a rap name in my head that I've never nice, told anybody, nice. like, publicly. Um, because I'm a journalist, this popped in my head, like, years ago. And I was like, man, if I had even an ounce of talent, that'd be the best name. Being a journalist, I've always thought my rap name should be Rhymes New Roman. Rhymes New Roman. Bro, that's a hella <laughs> cold for no reason. What? I'm Times New Roman. I might have to go like reserve the SoundCloud and the you URL before I post this. Before I like already do. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> two of the best rap names I've heard in the past year was uh, Rhymes New Roman and Finesse the Pug. Oh, that's really good. So she says two of the best new rap names she's heard this year. So uh, Rhymes New Roman yeah, and, and and Finesse the Pug. Yeah, for a dog, a gangster dog rapper. I dig it, ma'am. <laughs> rapper Chicks down here at South by Southwest 2015, really doing amazing work collectively, individually, building an infrastructure, building a community, collaborating with people. It's, it's really, like, so cool to see. It's inspiring. Um, I'm really glad we got to catch up, and I would love to check in again individually and collectively with all of you guys' this group before the end of 2015 <laughs> Really check up on what you guys have going on and see how these things are moving forward because I think it's just awesome. Uh, thank you guys all for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. We're super open and excited to like work with people who want to work with us. So holler. I dig it, man. We're going to let people know about that.